Hi guys, welcome back to the Shannon Show podcast. So today's episode is going to be a review of Love Island 2019, episode 18. So today's episode, as we all know, is continuing the diabolical between Yawande, Danny and Arabella. So Yawande gets stuck right in there and she decides that she wants to speak to both Danny and Arabella. I was like, oh, okay, Yawande. Don't know how this is going to go, but okay. So, yeah, one day, I can respect you one day, she stood her ground, she called both of, she called both Danny and Arabella out, it started to get awkward after a while, after a while I was like, you know, why is Arabella actually there, and I feel like she initially just wanted Arabella to just be like a witness while she kind of checked Danny, and then Arabella started piping up and I could see like, yeah, one day was looking at her like, bitch, shut up, I just brought you here for decoration, and then she eventually sent um, Arabella away. And yeah, I feel like Danny was being really defensive and really rude. Like, um, and I hate when people, when you're arguing with people and you're telling them facts and then they start saying things like, oh, you're being rude. When, no, she wasn't being rude. She was saying straight facts and you were like trying to interrupt her. Like when she was like, hmm, hmm, I feel like she was just blocking all of the bullshit he was trying to say. I don't feel like she was being rude in that situation. But let me know what you think. Do you feel like that was rude when you one day said like the hmm thing? Or do you feel like it was just Danny being hyper defensive? I think Danny realised that he had been caught out and he was just being very defensive about it. And after that, you know, I feel after that whole situation and then this whole thing of like, um, you know, I still want to get to know you, but I want but I want to get to know other people after him saying that she was the only one and how his head would never be turned. It's just feeling very scummy. And at this point, I understand why your one day wasn't putting the effort that he wanted in because I feel like she knew. Obviously, his head, his head was turned when Molly came in. That didn't happen because Molly was all about Tommy. His head was turned when Moira came in. He was he was definitely interested in getting to know Moira when she came in. But again, Moira was about Tommy, so he thought, okay, I'll stick with you one day. And I feel like Yawanda kind of knew all of this stuff, so she was kind of taking the back seat and she was kind of simmering on that. All of this while Danny was well within his rights because Yawanda wasn't putting any effort in. Yes, she should have been yes, she should have put in a bit more effort. But the issue, if this is somebody you really liked the issue easily could have been fixed. So that has led me to believe that Danny obviously did not want Yawande in the first place. She was purely of, she was purely um, a convenience thing and purely a gameplay thing. I'm not really feeling Danny anymore. Before I was kind of 50-50. Last episode I was kind of like, mm, but I feel like Anton can have a body in the bin. Do you feel like Danny is just absolute trash now? Or do you feel like he, he still was justified in his behaviour. Another thing that I feel confirms that Danny never liked you one day in the first place was that he was saying, when he said stuff about like how he wouldn't want to like kiss and cuddle her because she's upset right now and she's like raging right now. And I feel like that is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Because if this is somebody that you like, Everybody knows when you go to bed, you'd still want a little cuddle or something. Even when you're in an argument, you'd still probably want a little cuddle. If you're thinking about in the grand scheme of things, you know, he didn't kiss Arabella. So this, even even now, could still be redeemable. 
So this whole thing of like, I don't want to kiss and cuddle you because you're angry right now. Again, that was, I feel like that was, a, that was a, a poor argument. And I feel like that again made me feel like he didn't like her in the first place because I feel like just having a little argument wouldn't mean that you now don't want to kiss and cuddle somebody at night. So I feel like that was a very suspicious thing to say. Obviously we see your one day crying in the confessional. It's like, you know, you know, the classic sad reality TV porn. We saw it last year with Samira and she was like saying, you know, I did feel really sorry for her and I understand where she's coming from. You know, as somebody, you know, we all crave affection. Everybody talk, you know, self-love is important, but I feel like deep down we, you know, there is a small part of us, like even just a small part of us, whether you want to admit it or not, we crave that affection, you know, companionship of somebody. And it's, it's always nice when somebody, you know, when there is somebody, whether it's just, you know, one person, obviously it's nice when it's more than one. But, you know, we all would like somebody that we like to just be about, be about you and only you none of this having to compete having to think about things and having to second guess and I feel like she could because you know I've talked about it before but notoriously especially on Love Island especially with the um the black girls that are put on the show when I say black I'm not talking about mixed race I'm not talking about um, you know, the light skin, you know, the darker skin, I'm talking NW45 plus girls, generally don't do good on the show. Obviously, I feel like Zamira was the first, you know, black, darker skinned girl to be on the show. She did terrible. Everybody knew she was going to do terrible. Everyone's, you know, the whispers were there, you know, you know, black girls would never do good on the show and look what happened to Samira. And now looks, look what's happening with Yawande. It's still early in the game. I feel like the producers probably would make an effort to put somebody in there. I'm not 100%, but I feel like if they've made the effort to give her a new wig, surely they'd make an effort to give her a new man too. And I'm in two minds because obviously the argument has... I've seen a few people bring it up like, you know, black people should not go on Love Island, especially black girls should not go on Love Island because the show is not for us and we're not going to find love on there. But I feel like when they put Danny, they I feel like the producers put put Danny in the house specifically for your one day. I feel like obviously they probably asked him, oh, who are you looking at? He probably said your one day, but I feel like he said that as a game plan thing. So then now they've put in him in there because he said that he likes your one day. But really and truly, he was just saying it because, you know, just to get in the show kind of thing. From my understanding is there's always people on standby. So there's more than one person. It's not like it's just like one after the other. There is more than one person on standby. So maybe they interviewed all of them and they were all like, oh, who do you like the look of? Danny thought, okay, your one day is looking quite popular. They're probably looking for your one day. Let me just say your one day to getting in the show. I feel like that's what's going on. Um, but let me know what you think. Do you feel like that's what's went on? Or do you feel like it's just the producers being bad again and just like not caring who they put in the house? I'm still rooting for my girl, your one day. I still, I hope that she does stay. And I feel like there is still potential for her to have a good run on the show and potentially find somebody. I feel like the producers, I'm hoping that the producers will redeem themselves 
from last year. So hopefully the next guy that they come in has been, not even just on a whim, has been explicitly tailored for your one day. Are you rooting for your one day or do you feel like perhaps she's just not cut off for the island? I've seen that a lot. Do you feel like she's not cut off for the island or do you feel like she could still potentially have a good game? Let me know how you're feeling about Arabella. Do you, are you, is she in your good books? or is she in your bad books? Personally, I think Danny is definitely for, to blame, mostly for the situation, but I feel like Arabella is not off the hook for me. I feel like she's still a bitch. I feel like she still went around the situation the wrong way. I feel like she's being very petty, very catty. And I feel like when she was going to the girls and the boys saying, you know, oh, I had to tell you one day the truth, you know, I had to tell her the truth. I don't want to make it feel like I'm the bad guy, obviously Danny wasn't being honest with her, blah blah de blah She knew exactly what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was doing and she was doing that in mind and saying all of this rubbish, knowing she's definitely being calculated in her movements and she knew her main objective in that situation was not to tell, was not to let your one day in on the situation. It was to aggravate her and it was to drive a wedge between Danny and Yawande and I feel like all of this stuff like oh I feel like she's really angry really angry I hate when people do that it's like you intentionally push her buttons so I'm not liking this narrative that you're trying to draw towards Yawande when you were the one who pushed her buttons but again she's perfectly entitled to come in and choose whatever man but I feel like at least with Maura's approach you know, she, was, she wasn't being sly about it. She was being very open about it. Where with Arabella, she's trying to paint herself as like the innocent, the innocent girl when she isn't. And yeah, I feel like she's very slimy and very grimy. I feel like she'll be very good entertainment value. But yeah, I feel like she's very slimy and very grimy. And she's definitely in my bad... I'm not sure if she's in my bad books, but she's definitely a bitch. Curtis goes and has a talk with Yawande. You know, Curtis's very annoying, boring talks and basically tells her like, you know, she should go and talk to him, kind of saying that it's not too late kind of thing for them to kind of, at least, for her to at least try and patch things up with Danny. And obviously Curtis just needs to mind his own business. And you one day, I'm disappointed that she actually did go up to him and, you know, sort of kind of says that, you know, she still likes him, but, you know, she understands he wants to talk to other people. I was disappointed in your one day. I feel like your one day just need to realise that Danny, Danny doesn't like her. Danny is not into her and Danny, Danny was always going to leave her. As soon as somebody else comes in, as soon as the tan white girl walked in and he liked her, she, the tan white girl liked him, he was always going to leave. So I feel like, like your one day just needs to respect herself and hold her head up high and just, you know, hold on, hold on. I feel like the producers will eventually come through. She just needs to hold on for that. Curtis just needs to mind his business. And also, obviously, we saw Tom and Maura got together uh, midway through the episode. We know how that ends. Um, yeah, when they got together, I, at first, when they, when they first got together, I wasn't surprised because I was in two minds. I was kind of thinking, like, was Tom going to go for Lucy or Maura? Those were the two options. Maura is very different to Elma, very different. So I'm I'm instantly thinking this is a convenience thing. Obviously they were kissing a lot. Um, that whole kissing scene on the on the roof or the patio, wherever it's called, yeah, 
was I felt like that was scripted that was so scripted felt so fake and so forced and when he was like rate this I was cringing so badly like that was such a cringe moment and obviously yeah so then they were kissing a lot but it was him initiating it and I guess it kind of foreshadowed what happened but I was kind of feeling I felt like this was a kind of thing where Tom he's gone for Laura because he sees her as like an easy target and he just wants to have some fun and it's been like a couple days now and he's getting very frustrated and he feels like you know with Maura that's easy access he can have fun with her and yeah he can relieve himself of her and I feel like that's why he went for her and I feel like that was the reasoning behind it and obviously we see at the end Maura wins um Maura wins a spot in the hideaway and instantly I'm thinking these producers are bored and they're fucking horny because traditionally the hideaway goes to couples or it's like a vote between the housemates and generally the housemates pick you know strong couples in the house so realistically it should have been Amber and Michael in the hideaway so it was interesting that they gave it to Maura obviously I don't think the producers thought that Tom was going to fuck it up like that I feel like they were, the producers were anticipating some steamy business between Maura and Tom in the hideaway. Obviously, we saw before Lucy basically asked Maura, you know, is she going to do anything with Tom? And she basically says, no, she isn't. At that point, I feel like Maura was kind of offended that Lucy would even suggest that. And I guess the argument that I, I I feel like a lot of people would say, like before, I haven't even checked Twitter yet, but I already know the, the argument of, well, she's been over-sexual, so why wouldn't Tom think anything of it? But in Maura's defence, yes, she was, but also it's all about agency. She was, she was being overly sexual, but she was directing it at Tommy and she had agency of... She was directing at Tommy and she wanted to be like that with Tommy. She didn't want to be like that with everybody, but just Tommy. She hadn't approached Tom in an overly sexualized way. Tom was the one initiating the kissing. So that is his fault for assuming that she would want to be overly sexual with him. Another thing is we also find out that um, even though body counts aren't really that important... But Maura is 28, um, 28, and she's she slept with less than 10 people in her whole lifetime. So again, you could see perhaps, you know, she's not as sexually active as, as, as what her words say. And I feel like Tom was being quite pushy with the kisses too. I felt like that in the back of my head. So yeah, so then obviously the big diabolical, she chooses Tom to go in the hideaway and all of the boys are hyping him up. But I feel like even the boys weren't taking it that far. Like, obviously, they were making their little jokes and like, oh, you know, what are you going to do? Like, you know, making little jokes. But they weren't being very vulgar either. So I don't know. I don't know what even hyped him up to say what he said. Obviously, he said, like, you know, it'd be interesting to see if she isn't all mouth. And... Obviously, we all know what that fucking means, like, mouth action. What provoked him to say it? Because I feel like everyone was being jokey, but still in a kind of clean way. So I don't understand why he felt the need to say that. I feel like 
boys have that thing where they're amongst boys but the idiosity just gets hyped up and I feel like he said that because he wanted to be like this big man in front of all of the boys so obviously he said that Maura kind of heard it and then when she questioned him about it he repeated it and I feel like from time she's saying what did you just say I feel like that is just that is like that's universal to think like you should not be repeating what you just said unless you want to start an argument so when he repeated it I was just like oh my gosh I felt like he should have said that in the first place but him repeating it he dug a hole for himself and then and then after after she checked him she says it again like did you actually just say that again that is the chance for you to backtrack make an excuse or an apologize you know she's she's giving him more than one chance here so she's giving him the chance now to reassess what he just said and he carries it on. And again, that that again confirmed to me that he obviously thought that she was this overly sexual being that would be up for anything and was this easy target. And that he honestly thought that after even saying that she wouldn't have an issue with that and that they somehow would continue doing stuff in the in the hideaway. That was trash. That was very trash behaviour. And I'm surprised that this trash behaviour would come from Tom, who initially seemed like a sweet guy. So obviously after that, Maura told Tom to do one, rightly so. And yeah, I just... I just don't understand how Tom actually thought that that was acceptable to say out loud and repeat it to Maura's face and then somehow still still expect anything to happen after that, even if anything was going to happen, which I don't even think it was going to at this point. But he even he even fumbled his chance at a, at a spoon, at least. So, yeah. I feel like Tom was in that moment where, where you're around, where that thing where boys are around boys and they gas themselves out and they just say the most outlandish things thinking it's going to get them brownie points or boy points I don't know honestly um Tom deserves to get cussed out but yeah let me know what you think do you feel like Tom is like trash now like the trashiest person in the house do you feel like he holds that title now do you feel like he's trashier than Danny fair dues for Maura she stood up for herself absolutely rate it honestly I have no time for anyone who says well she's betrayed herself in this way so how could she not expect that to happen I feel like everybody in that house has enough common sense I'm interested to see what goes on the um what goes on tomorrow obviously we saw in the first look Maura definitely lays it on him so yeah, I definitely feel like he's in for good cussing out. I definitely feel like he should apologise and I'd be very surprised if he kind of is very defensive about it and doesn't see why that is entirely wrong. This, even even with his prejudgments on Mora, I feel like at 29, you should know better. But yeah, that was quite a good ending, quite a good injection because I feel like the Yawande Danny thing is, is a bit boring and it's getting a bit depressing really. 
So, yes, I'm here for the more drama. It's a bit more mixed today with Danny. There's a lot less hate for Danny that I've seen on Twitter. I love that it's kind of a split between people feel like Danny hasn't done anything wrong. They feel like he's justified because Yawande was at a point not showing him much interest. And others feel like he perhaps, I'm not saying whether he's right or wrong, but saying that he's he went about it the wrong way. And some people are just completely not here for Danny. They're saying that he's a scumbag, that he was just not conducting him conducting himself well and I guess like a lot of people are upset that he's hurt you one day with you one day a lot of people feel like she has put herself in this situation a lot of people feel quite sorry for her and are hoping that she'll find somebody else in the house or, and that a new guy will be put in there for her and a lot of people are kind of upset that she's still kind of like perhaps opening a door open for Danny when it's kind of looking like he he actually wants her to say like I don't want you anymore I feel like he's he actually wants her to say that so that he isn't the bad guy that broke up with her but let me know what you think about Danny and you one day do you feel like someone's in the right and someone's in the wrong or do you feel like they both have they both have made good points most of the things I've seen on Twitter surrounding Arabella have been quite negative. There is a few people, rare people that are saying that they don't think that she's done anything wrong. But most people are saying that she's a bitch. I've seen people calling her a witch. Um, some people say they're getting bad vibes. Overall kind of bad negative vibes from Arabella. And I agree. I don't hate her. Um, I feel like she, she could still be quite good entertainment for the show, but I definitely am getting some snaky vibes from her. What kind of vibes are you getting from Arabella? Obviously the tide has turned massively for Tom. I don't think he's getting, I haven't seen one comment of support for Tom, but I feel like it's split between people thinking that he is like misogynist trash and people thinking that it was just a bit funny, the situation. And I'm kind of in the middle. I obviously it was is very misogynistic, very trashy, very objectifying, but at the same time I kind of found it funny at the same time. And I don't know, I'm I'm not like mad or angry at Tom. I just feel like I like I said, I feel like it's a situation where boys like get hyped, you know, where he was trying to I feel like he was trying to impress the boys and he thought like that would impress them and it like backfired on him. So yeah, I'm not really sure where I stand with Tom. Where do you stand with Tom? Do you feel like he's trash? Do you feel like the situation was kind of funny and he could potentially redeem himself? Or what do you feel? Do you feel like he like totally crossed the line and this is the line of no return? Let me know what you think. The viewers on Twitter are very mature. I haven't seen the things that I suspected on Mora. Everyone seems to be behind Mora and supportive of Mora and you know, reiterating the point of even though she was quite open about sex and was quite sexual in her speaking doesn't necessarily mean that she's just gonna hump any living thing and if she kisses you that now means that you're good to have sex with her this season has been very dry this is like probably the sauciest moment so far and and yeah I feel like everybody's waiting to see what happens tomorrow I feel like everyone is tired of the whole Yawande and Danny Arabella situation it's just so depressing and sad like I need that banter I need that heated arguments so 
I guess we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow. If you haven't followed me on Twitter yet, my handle is at Fabuloso. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-F-A-B-U-L-O-S-O. It's also in the description. I usually live tweet during the episode, so feel free to at me during the episode. And yeah, until next time, guys, hopefully next week we're going to have a bit more drama. It's going to be a bit less dry. So yeah, let me know what your thoughts were on this episode. Until next time, guys. Bye.